Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Happy to have you back here with me. Hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. I know this one might have looked a little bit different than Memorial Day weekends in the past, but I hope you were able to see your loved ones, whether that is virtually or in person. We have family close enough to us where we were able to drive up and hang out with some of them, and it was a perfect day to hang out in the sun and play some badminton and let the kids roam around in the yard. So for us, it ended up being a really good day. We've been doing so much yard work to get our backyard looking really great and to pour some concrete. So we're getting there. Hopefully soon, within the next couple weeks, we will have made some better progress. So this week, I wanted to talk to you about some of my favorite interview questions. And this is questions that you would ask in your interview to the person who is interviewing you. So hopefully at the end of the interview, whoever it is who is hosting the interview turns the time over to you and allows you some time to ask some questions because it's important for you to want to work there just as much as they want to make sure that you are a right fit for them. Now, I know that Sometimes you may not have the opportunity to ask questions in the interview, and if that's the case, you will want to make sure that you're following up and finding a way to get some of these questions answered. So figure out what's most important to you and have some self-reflection. What don't you like about your current workplace and how could you put that into a question that is able to be answered To some degree, uh, of course, when you get into a position, it's when you really find out if you are going to enjoy the work that you do, but as much research and asking some additional questions may be able to help narrow it down for you so you're not unhappy in your job and looking for something else within the next year. So the first one is, how will I know if I am successful in my role? For me, I want to know that I am doing a good job and I want to have certain expectations set. I want to know what communication is going to look like. So in that question, that helps narrow it down a little bit better as far as, you know, am I going to have a manager who works closely enough with me to know if I am doing a good job or what does that look like uh, as far as having your leader or a team member or whoever it is who you'll be working with who's going to let you know if you're being successful. You definitely want feedback as often as possible and of course you want to make sure that that's done in a way that you will receive it best which again comes back to communication and communicating with every single person who you'll be working with as well as reporting to. Another one that I really like that is more common is 
what does a day in the life of this role look like? Because in job descriptions, of course, there's all of the typical things that are handled, but how often are those things done? So this one's a good question to ask to figure out what your day is going to look like and if that is something that you can picture in your life because maybe what you're picturing or what you've heard is different than what is explained to you and then depending on the information you receive, you can make a better educated decision on if this role is a right fit for you. And again, asking further questions if you aren't sure or are confused by something that they've responded with, it's okay to be curious and ask some additional questions. Again, being self-aware and if you're asking, okay, you know, again, as an example, me working in call centers for the last umpteen years is if someone were to ask me, how often can I take breaks or how often can I hang out in after call work or uh, be off the phones to not affect my stats. Something like that, depending on how someone is approaching the question is important too. So have some self-awareness around that as well. If you're going to be in a project management role or like an independent contributor role, this next question would be helpful as well is what would the first 30, 60, and 90 days look like? Because when you're hired into a role that maybe doesn't have specific training, so again, an example, when you go to work at a call center, you typically go through a rigorous training. Maybe it's four weeks, maybe it's eight weeks or longer. I mean, even the Cheesecake Factory has, I think it's a minimum of two-week training where they're full 40-hour weeks where they're studying and learning the menu. So there is some sort of structure in many different roles where they are consistently hiring people. So if there's a lot of turnover, there's likely going to be a pretty well set training curriculum, but in an independent contributor role or a role that was just created, it's possible that there isn't any specific training and they are relying on your background and your history to be able to come on and learn the job and learn the different skills on the job. So that's when you're going to have more on the job training and taking your previous experience and putting it to use. So understanding and setting expectations with what those first 30, 60, and 90 days look like is extremely helpful, especially if you're interviewing with the person who you would be reporting to. This is ideal they would be able to explain that and then you'd be able to work with that going forward. So there's no misunderstandings or miscommunications on what you're expected to do because a lot of women will go into a position and feel like they need to have already accomplished all of the 90-day goals within the first 30 days, which is at many times unrealistic and not expected from your employer. So it's helpful to lay down those foundational expectations within that timeline so that you are not stressed feeling like you're behind when you're actually maybe ahead or on track. What does feedback look like in this role is another good question. Again, you'll want to make sure that there is feedback that is given to you as well as how you can approach feedback as well. 
So if you decide to ask this question, it's helpful to ask it in both aspects as far as saying, hey, if I have some feedback that I would like to give, how would I go about that? Or how do team members currently give or provide feedback? You know, I I hear so many people saying, oh, we have an open door policy. You can come to me anytime, but what does that really look like? And is that actually true? Or is it something that people are saying, but isn't actually reality? Getting feedback is extremely important. So saying that you are open to feedback and you are wanting to improve. And the way that you do that is by receiving feedback. That is very helpful. Another one I like is what is a company goal that you're excited about? This helps you again, turn the tables on them a little bit in the sense of understanding how invested the person is in the company as well. Who's even interviewing you. They should know some of the upcoming company goals. They likely have some specific area that they are working towards a specific goal or whatever that looks like, but hopefully they're excited about at least one or two goals that the company has and that they can articulate that. Now, if the company is not clearly defining different goals that the team is working towards or they aren't fully aware, that's when you can determine again if this is the right position and role for you. If the company is not setting goals and maybe they are, but the person who's interviewing you, maybe you put them on the spot and they're totally drawing a blank or they aren't sure how to answer that question, you know, take it with a grain of salt to an extent, but this does help open your eyes a little bit as far as, you know, is everyone from the top down aware of company goals and how they can specifically contribute to those goals? Because even going in as an entry-level team member, you should know why certain goals are being expected of you or why, you know, if you're supposed to be on the phones this much per day or this percentage of time or customer satisfaction needs to be at this percentage or whatever that looks like, those are working towards impacting those company goals. So again, hopefully if they are a transparent company, depending on how new or old they are, it seems like things are more transparent for newer startups, but that's not always the case for companies that have been established for a period of time. But again, it's a good question to kind of fill things out and uh, see what their response is. One of the last ones I'll share with you today is what is something challenging I might face in this role? So again, this is a good way to ask about hard things that are going to likely happen But of course, in interviews, typically you're discussing all things gray and sunshine and rainbows, both within your history and what this role might entail. Of course, they want to get you excited about the different work and what you'll be doing to contribute to the success of the company. But I think it's helpful to ask one of the harder questions is saying, hey, tell me something that you don't like about your job. Or tell me something that's challenging that you currently face. Uh, So however you want to ask that is totally, again, up to you what feels right to you. But I definitely love talking about different challenges. Again, so you can determine, wow, if they are dealing with people who are screaming at me over, 
you know, missing a Friday check-in at their resort when Saturday and Sunday are both available. Is that something that I want to deal with for however many next years that I want to work here? Or, you know, am I going to deal with phone calls of, you know, customers who are upset because a policy was updated and now they feel like they're being taken advantage of or they don't appreciate it and they're going to speak negatively to you. Whatever that looks like, hopefully they'll provide some transparency within the role to explain, hey, yeah, this is actually challenging or this is going to be a little bit difficult. And again, you have that opportunity to determine, is this for me based on all the information that I know? And when you don't have a chance to ask questions or you don't ask the right questions, uh, especially at the end of, especially at the end of an interview, if you have no questions, that to me shows that you maybe didn't research the company very well. Maybe you aren't as excited for this role as maybe I would hope that you would be. Maybe you're excited and don't really know what you don't know. Uh, that's a common phrase I like to use is if you don't know what you don't know, then you don't know what questions to ask. But if you get a little bit curious, then you can find out that you know what you don't know. So narrowing it down to that kind of mentality of saying, hey, like, I don't know how I would be successful in this role, or I don't know what might be challenging or what feedback might look like. So now I want to know the answers to those questions and I'm going to be able to ask them in my interview. So again, that starts with getting a little bit curious, looking up the company website and asking questions and writing down questions that you might have. Anything that pops up, write it down. If you have the opportunity to interview, have a place where you can go back and easily reference to any notes that you may have taken that would spark some questions that you may have had to show that you've invested some of your time into looking further into this position or the company. So if you don't have the opportunity to ask questions within your interview, I would definitely make sure to follow up and ask them within an email or ask if it's like the HR person or a recruiter, whoever it is, I would ask if there is some additional time or the best place to ask some additional questions too. Maybe that's going to be via email and someone can answer your questions if there is an interest. If you, if within your interview, they decided that you're definitely not someone that they would want to bring on as a candidate, then it's possible they wouldn't answer any of your questions, but you could always at least start with including them in the email and welcome a phone call or an additional video chat with someone on the team to help talk through some of these questions if they don't mind answering them. Again, you're probably not going to be able to ask all questions, so you can narrow it down to maybe three, maybe four, depending on how much time they allow in the interview for questions, because it's something that I feel companies should value is an opportunity for you to ask any questions that you may have. And again, if they don't have that opportunity because you're short on time, then ask them in the follow-up and of course, welcome additional conversations from there. 
All right, friends, that is all I have today. I hope you have found these helpful. And if you are in the boat of, oh crap, I haven't asked many questions in my interviews before. What was I thinking? It's okay. I've been there too. I've been in the boat where I feel like I've learned as much as I could about the company and didn't really have anything that was standing out and that's okay. But some of these more generic questions can be asked in any type of an interview. So be prepared to ask a couple of questions, maybe at least two per interview so that you're able to understand more about the company that you're applying for and if you'd be a right fit. On that note, have a great day and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.